0: On this episode of the Flophouse, we discuss the Emoji Movie,
1: live from San Francisco, California! Tech Center of
2: America! <laughs>
0: Hi everyone, and welcome to the Flop House. I'm Dan McCoy. I'm Stuart Wellington.
3: And I'm Elliot Kalen. Dan, what's different about what we're doing right now?
0: Uh we're doing it in front of people, which makes me very <laughs> uncomfortable. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but that but you like the discomfort.
0: Oh yeah, that's part of the thing for me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's like it makes you you don't you're not excited by being watched, but you're excited by the shame you feel from being watched. <laughs> that's right.
0: <laughs> very complicated. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you, you're looking forward to the afterwards where you go home and you type it into your diary, Doogie Howser style, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then Vinny DelPino comes in, you're like, you're never gonna believe this.
3: <laughs> I'm a doctor. <laughs> and a kid.
1: <laughs> That's true. He is
3: a kid. And Vinny's like Doug, and you're like, no, Dan. <laughs> Dan. We got one day. I'll learn how to doctor up that speech impediment of yours, Max Casella, that makes you say Doog instead of Dan. <laughs>
0: Uh Yeah, well, that was a current reference that we made.
3: <laughs> anyway. Uh, so I'm this... sorry, I'll talk about Max Casella's recent okay. work. <laughs> <laughs> what
0: is he on, like, Blue Bloods or something?
3: I don't know. I don't know what color his blood is. Yeah, whose window is he going through now? <laughs> America's. <laughs>
0: <laughs> America Ferrera. She should get a restraining order. Dan, yeah.
3: I don't like where this is going.
0: <laughs> I don't like it either. Even when it was coming out of my mouth, I didn't like it. Dan, what do we do on this fucking podcast? (laughs) (sighs) This is a podcast where we watch a bad movie and then we talk about it.
3: And, you know, we're... Don't applaud when I say this. We're recording in San Francisco, California. Thank you for your restraint. No, one person started applauding. It wasn't a test. It wasn't like I was like, (laughs) I tricked you. And it's the tech capital of America. And San Franciscans love technology. Cable cars, seals. Yeah, They love that stuff. Ghirardelli chocolate, technology, you know? Wait, did you,
0: did you say seals?
3: Yeah. Now they're always sunning on the docks and stuff. <laughs> All right, okay. Or seal like... the singer. Who doesn't love him? <laughs> on compact discs, it's technology. So, <laughs> so we decided to do a technology movie. Yeah. Yeah. And much more technology than hieroglyphics. It's the earliest technology, Dan, the wor- written word. Technology yeah. comes from logos, meaning word, language. Really? Yeah. You don't read any Alan Moore essays? Come on, Dan. <laughs> I mean, what he would then go on to say is that it's magic or something. I just
0: read his weird pornographic
3: cartoons. <laughs> yes. This is where we diverge. There's that That. L.A. doesn't the think they're woodwinds. weird. <laughs> yeah. I think. Yeah, what's weird about all the children's characters of children's literature doing it with each other, Dan? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> I'm A creepy old man with a long
1: beard who lives in England. Huh? Yeah. As, long as, they don't, as long as they don't adapt that work into a movie, he's fine with
3: it. <laughs> so that was a lot Alan of Alan Moore. Moore talk for our San Francisco show about the Emoji movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so we, we knew one thing going into this movie. What was that? We were probably not going to like the Emoji movie.
0: <laughs> uh,
3: but you know what? We got it. We're not the youngest people. we we got to embrace this new technology. This is how people communicate these days is through emojis. Movies? Yeah, movies. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to send a message to somebody on your phone, you have to make a movie. <laughs> First, okay, it's hard. First, you got to develop the concept. Okay. <laughs> then you pitch that concept to a studio. Now, the studio, despite its name, has no physical filming locations. They merely act as a distributor but they'll put up the money for you to produce it. So you got to partner with a production company. Okay. Now, the production company, they'll put up some of the financing, but they'll also provide the logistics, while the distributor, the studio, puts up most of the movie. Oh, so now okay. That's you've cool. written the script, you cast it, you've done more of your, your pre-marketing and things like that. A year later, $60 million down the toilet. Is this your
0: TED Talk? I don't yeah. understand
3: what's going on right now. I'm just, You've paid $60 million later, and you've got a message you can text to your mom. Oh, okay. To say, happy birthday, mom. <laughs> Sorry I missed it a couple days ago. And it was your real movie, but we had overruns of both time and budget on the film. I
0: like the idea that, that that is the plot of your movie. Happy birthday, mom. It's a little thin. Not as thin as the last Transformers movie that Stuart and I watched, but yeah.
1: I... <laughs> I would argue that the plot wasn't thin. It was just it was just so crazily explained to us. Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. There is Are we a talking about secret history movie? of the Transformers? All right, let's go. Where to... they turned a blind eye to slavery, the <laughs> Holocaust, etc. It's
0: terrible. You can hear that on film spotting SPU, but we'll we'll go back to our podcast. Let's go about back the emotion to our movie.
3: podcast, the Flophouse Podcast. Where what do we do, Dan? we watched a bad movie, and then we talk about it. Are we in Looper? I don't understand <laughs> yeah. what's going on. So let's talk about the Emoji Movie. Let's go through it real quick. Okay, and by real quick, I mean it's going to take a while. Uh, we start with the Columbia Pictures logo in front of many of many classic films, much of Frank Capra's work, but this time it's different because it's got an emoji face that goes on it. Oh, they finally updated the concept of Columbia, the personification of liberty. <laughs> By throwing an emoji face on it. So it's kind of like
1: when New Line was doing that thing where every time they released a movie, they like kind of change up their New Line logo a little bit. They're like, when Freddy's fighting Chasing, it's going to be a red logo because that's the color of blood.
3: Yeah. Also,
1: the, they use that for Blade 2, which also has blood in it.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> and then we start hearing a VO from TJ Miller, star of the emoji movie, about how amazing smartphone apps are. Get used to it, folks. This movie's got a lot to say about smartphone apps. All positive. Uh, there's this goofy kid, Alex, who has a crush on a girl. He got a text. He's a high school freshman. He got a text from her, and he doesn't know how to respond to it. Now, how is else he's going to do it, he's going to have to pick the right emoji. Because if he picks the wrong emoji, boom, never going to happen. He's going home alone. But yeah. if he picks the right emoji, oh, boy, gates of Valhalla will open <laughs> up to him. And he will be initiated into manhood. Yeah. It all rests on that one emoji. Yeah, the whole
0: premise of this film is that he cannot send words by any means.
3: Well, as, as uh, one of his friends says later in the movie, words aren't cool. Yeah. <laughs> Notice he says it. He doesn't emoji it to his friends. <laughs> they aren't cool, sir, but they are necessary. You know what's not cool? Infrastructure <laughs> repairs. <laughs> But we need it. It is necessary. Functioning highways. Is that awesome or radical? No. Except it's pretty cool to drive down a highway. I, uh, sure. I guess what I'm saying is life is a highway. Yeah, and my feelings gonna... about it, I want to ride it. All How night long? long. Maybe all night long. Yeah. I'll probably stop somewhere to take a nap. All night is kind of a, it's a big investment. What, am I sleeping during the day? Am I a vampire? Oh, Come on, God. my buddy. How so far I, are we in this movie? I mean, that's, that's I mean, like a pitch of a seconds. movie right there. You're okay, a vampire so, drives around at night. The emojis in the phone. Hey, you know how in Toy Story all the toys were kind of alive? <laughs> Imagine the magic of that living inside your very own phone. Yeah. Because all the... Yeah,
1: emo- guys, have you seen the Lego movie? Because, spoiler alert, so have the people who made the emoji movie. <laughs>
3: The emojis all live in Textopolis, which is an ironic name since they are the exact opposite of text. Uh, and all the emojis have one job. It's kind of a weird Stalinist Orwellian world where you are packaged in one particular emotion. And, it's clear they, and they say, like, everyone has to do that one emotion all the time, even if they don't feel that way. Uh, and our hero, whose name is Gene, he's a meh. His parents were mehs, and he's a meh. He can't show emotion. He's just like, meh which is an emoji that I assume teens use a lot.
0: Yeah, except for, I don't know. Like, Are if you
1: going to give us a teen talk here?
0: What's going on? Dan, hey, hey you hang out with teens a lot. This is, this, is a, this is an episode of our podcast within a podcast called Teen Talk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I give me a second.
3: <laughs> Turn your... Stuart is turning around his chair so he can rap with the young people. Dan, drop some knowledge at us about teens. <laughs>
0: I just feel like if you care so little as to send the text emoji or the meh emoji, wouldn't you just care so little as to not respond to the text? Like, what are you expressing in that moment?
3: You're expressing, I'm cool, because it's cool to be meh.
0: I thought that sending the guy with sunglasses emoji expresses that you're cool.
3: <laughs> that expresses,
1: <laughs> I wish so I was stupid, cool. That's yeah, <laughs> stupid, <laughs> What? <laughs>
3: Dan, you don't really know how cool works, do you? Uh, I'm wearing a tweed jacket, so I think I do understand how cool works. The guy with sunglasses emoji signifies I have had recent eye surgery and I am sensitive to sunlight. Please adjust the, the drapes accordingly when I enter the room. Anyway, that's teen talk, let's get back to it. Uh, Gene is a (laughs) meh emoji, but he's got a problem. He can't be meh, he just loves life too much and he's too excited, he's always cycling through all of his different emojis, but that's bad because this is his first day on the phone. Uh Uh-oh, and he's just walking through Textopolis and the movie is like, imagine how amazed people are gonna be to see all their favorite emojis walking around in a little city that somehow has a functioning economy of some kind. And little buildings. Uh, but there is one funny joke in it that I will give them credit for, that he bumps into an emoticon, and, he, and he's like, oh, I hate to jostle the elderly, and the emoticons all have wheelchairs and crutches. And I was like, that's kind of a funny joke. Emoticons are the old version of emojis. They're all old. Anyway, but that introduces no, the great. idea of mortality and aging to the emoji world, which is weird. Anyway... The movie's working overtime to convince us how emojis are real magical. Uh, and we're also introduced to the poop emoji played by Sir Patrick Stewart, who you would think from the advertising for this movie was the star of the film. It is a glorified cameo.
0: Yeah, no, this is not Poop the Movie, which, by the way, would be a better movie than an emoji <laughs> movie.
1: So this is, this is when he's introduced when he and I think his son yeah, his both son is exit a the poop. same toilet stall is just weird. Is it like they take the <laughs> toilet to work? No, like or they travel along a, toilets, it, like they're Harry Potters. Oh,
3: you think that's what it was? Because it's a public bathroom. I assumed it was like they're just so close as father and son that they use the same toilet at the same yeah, time. Yeah, they, they at they the started, same time. They, yeah, yeah, they both perch on one side of the toilet. Yeah, or I don't know. The other, the other alternative is that they take turns sitting on the toilet while the other one watches. Yeah, or just turns their back. In which case, get out of the stall. I mean, th- this, this has. Are a, they trying to save water by only flushing once? Honestly, there's, there's a bigger That's very
0: European. <laughs> there, there's, a better, there's a bigger metaphysical question here, which is does poop poop?
3: Yes, exactly. Does poop come out of poop? Yeah. Does poop eat? Or does the poop. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it I don't seems even like think about the it. toilet
0: would be the mortal enemy of poop. <laughs>
3: They would be terrified of the toilet. So yeah, this is more of a Look Who's Talking Now, uh Mr. Mr. Potty or whatever it's called. There's a talking toilet in Look Who's Talking Now voiced by Mel Brooks, who uh the, the kid in that movie Is that movie, the
1: second or third one? That's the
3: third one. Okay. Where the dogs talk. The kid in the movie, let's just call him Look, because I don't remember his name. <laughs> He's afraid of this potty. Uh so you're saying it's something like that. Yeah. Uh, we-wee-wee-wee <laughs> is not something that is involved in the movie. No, I just... There's no wee-wee I'm at looking the at the clock. We have, like, tw-
0: 20 to 30 minutes to get through the entire movie at this point. It's not going to be that hard. Okay, anyway. Right.
3: Meh <laughs> is confronted by his parent. Gene is confronted by his parents, who are both Mez, in the toilet. I guess it's a unisex toilet, like on Ally McBeal. And they don't believe in him. They don't think he's ready to do this. And Smiler, the boss of the emojis, who's a smiley face emoji, who is... She's your basic smiley all the time, kind of like Queen Bee of the high school, mean to everybody type. Mm-hmm. Uh, she explains to the to the audience again how emojis work. That emojis they stand in boxes, much like the monsters in Cabin in the Woods, and a giant a giant finger, which represents Alex's finger in the real world, picks an emoji, scans it, and then that scan is texted out on the phone. It seems. Completely over-elaborate as a way to do this. And there's also a VIP section for favorite emojis. And the high-five emoji, played by James Corden, cannot get in there. High-five used to be a favorite, but no more. He has been kicked
0: to the curb. The fist bump has now taken his his spot,
3: Uh, as in real life. Now, Alex, wanting to look cool to this girl, whose name is Addie, uh, because they put zero imagination into the characters' names, uh, he chooses meh, but meh, cracks under the pressure and goes crazy, and his scan gets all screwed up and has multiple different emotions going on at once. And this is,
0: uh, Elliot talked about the one time he laughed in the movie. This is the one time I laughed in the movie where this really crazy emoji where it was like smiling, one eye open, tongue, sweat, like all going on, and he sends it to Addy, and Addy's reaction of total confusion actually was pretty amusing to me.
3: Okay, Anyway No, that's I had nothing out of that. Look, I
0: just I wanna I wanna give the movie credit where credit is due, and that is in this one single joke that happened in the first half hour of the movie. And at
3: that point Alex is like, No, my shot with Addie. and Gene is like, Oh, I don't know what to do, and for some reason decides to leap out of his box onto the finger device, smashes everything. Oh boy. Smiler says, Looks like this Gene character is a malfunction and must be deleted. Gene's sad. His parents say, Hey, why don't we just lock you inside die, the apartment right? to protect you? And the favorites, yeah, all get together to vote to kill Gene so he doesn't threaten the whole phone. And Gene escapes after they sick virus killing bots on him. Uh, high Five, meanwhile, has slipped into the favorites section. Gene runs through. They escape together and go to the loser's lounge where unused emojis go to. But hold on a second who's in the loser's lounge playing Pong? The eggplant the emoji. The eggplant emoji is the loser. Hold on a second. Let's hold stop. on a second. No, he's a teenage For a boy, dude. Maybe this, he doesn't understand it. Uh, everything looks like a genital to a teenage yeah. boy. He does, that eggplant emoji is getting pretty worked. I don't. That's <laughs> what is it doing in the losers' lounge? It's getting hot in here. Anyway, high five says to Gene, "Here's what you got to do. There's a hacker. We can go to the piracy app." And get the hacker to reprogram you so that you work properly. They leave text files. piracy
0: app, by the way. Like, what is this app? That
3: it's for piracy. (laughs) All right. Like pirating stuff.
0: (laughs) Sure. It's like the the uh, the app version of any like hacker uh, character in a movie. Just like it's the nondescript hacker X. You know, like I don't know what I'm saying.
3: Yeah, no, it is. I mean it's it's the it this is the it's the phone version of the Mose Isley canteen. Yeah, All the exactly. scum of the phone is there. Yeah. Uh, they leave Textopolis and find themselves on the magical world known as the wallpaper, where every app is, and each app has its own world, and they walk through a couple different apps. They go through Facebook and WeChat or whatever. And High Five tells Gene, look, you don't need friends, you just need fans and popularity. Now I now here's what I don't understand.
0: High Five apparently like Knows people all over in these different apps.
3: He gets around.
0: Yeah, like Gene, the mat, the Matt emoji is like, I don't understand. Like he's a babe in the woods. He doesn't understand any of this. But high five emoji, like he goes to the hacker app and he's like saying hi to everybody. High five to everybody. Like what what's the <laughs> what's the deal, Elliot? Like he he like is uh, going all the way over to these other apps all the time. Like it seems yes. to me that people. Yes. seems yeah, like yeah. people in Textopolis only stay in Textopolis.
3: Yeah, unless you're cool. All right. And then you go over to the other apps and you hang out and high five people.
0: <laughs> all right. I guess it's part of his job. He is the high five app. He yeah. has to get around
1: and high I five mean, people. This t- is
0: this was your this was the biggest hurdle you had to
1: jump during this movie, huh? <laughs> yeah. All we right. already know
3: that High Five is a rule breaker. He's trying to slip into the VIP lounge, which to be honest, looks less cool than the Loser Lounge. I yeah. kinda liked more. Loser Lounge bore a real resemblance to the backstage of the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater <laughs> in New York. Whereas the VIP Lounge it was more like a high class strip club. Like it was very. I didn't like it. it wasn't a place I would feel comfortable. Uh, so they go to the piracy app, which is a pirate ship themed bar, which is full of internet trolls and viruses and spam. And it's weird that like I. Okay, it is say, weird. Yes. The piracy app doesn't make sense. It's just where all the bad stuff on the phone goes. Yeah. But, so like,
1: wait, are internet trolls actual people or are they just weird green viruses? This. Movie posits a world voiced by which, Jeff Ross, in which
3: internet trolls voiced by Jeff Ross, the roastmaster general, are green <laughs> things that live in phones, uh-huh. dressed like nerds. Well, and can be deleted, so they're not people. No, but they're programs. Look, let me just say one thing: the makers of the Emoji Movie don't really seem to know how phones work. <laughs> <laughs> there's not a lot of stuff about. There's the thing that I thought was weird was there never. There's never a problem where the phone is going to lose battery and shut off. And I think that's a, like, that's a given. Do that scene. Come on. Anyway, they don't. Uh, <laughs> almost instantly, they find the hacker, who's a girl named Jailbreak. As Stuart mentioned, does this sound like the Lego movie? When there's, like, <laughs> a cool punk girl that has to help the hero figure things out?
0: They even have, like, a scene where, like, th- they uh, point to someone across the room and are like, oh, you think that that's the Jailbreak, you know, it's like a big monster-looking monster guy. And... He walks away, and the girl is behind it. And the hand goes. It's a girl, as if like we've never seen like the cool girl hacker character in a movie before ever. I mean, like in CIS or Dan whatever. Dan's
1: steaming like. over here. Look at me. Yeah, waiter. Are you talking about Polly Perrette from NCIS? I am the, talking about 50-year-old Goff. Yeah. Then I am. She I, hasn't changed her haircut
3: in all these years. It's insane. By, is it a wig? Sadly, she's no longer on the show. She left the show. Really? Yes. But by law, I now must bring up the video where a hacker is breaking into the NCIS computer <laughs> and she can't type fast enough. So the other guy in the lab starts typing with her on the same keyboard. As if two yeah. hackers can hack faster. On the same keyboard. Like, that's how keyboards work. If you haven't seen it, I've mentioned it before. Go well, you, see it. Just type. Just you, go to YouTube and type in NCIS <laughs> hacker. The video will come up. It's you don't, hilarious. You do not even do
0: the punchline, or do you want to leave that for people to... I want
3: you to. I want them to savor the, the, right. the punchline, which also doesn't explain how computers work. Yeah. Anyway, they get jailbreak, who, for in my notes, for some reason, I accidentally kept calling jailbait. Now, jailbreak. <laughs> the bots come in. Uh-oh, the antivirus bots, they are killing people left and right. And Gene impresses Jailbreak with his ability to do any expression. And Jailbreak says, okay, I'll help you. Uh, takes. You know what? We're gonna go, I'm gonna, we're gonna go, we have to pass through the firewall to go into Dropbox to get to the cloud where everyone can live free and be whatever they wanna be. But I need your help making the right face to unlock the face recognition for the firewall. And the, she the, takes them through a secret escape tunnel into Candy Crush, which is the dumbest thing I've ever said. <laughs> it is, that is dumb. And Gene gets stuck in the game, and you literally have to watch High Five play Candy Crush to free him. That is boring. <laughs> if I want to watch someone play Candy Crush, I'll ride public transportation. Thank you very much.
0: I, know, I wonder which, like, I, I do wonder which apps, you know, paid to be in the Emoji movie, and which apps were just like woke up one day horrified to find that they were in the Emoji movie. <laughs> like, this is a big plot yeah, point. that they, Candy they Crush. They Pick is up used. their
1: phone. Their mentions are all blowing up, and they're like, "What's going on?" They're like, "Emoji
3: Woody." <laughs> Simpson? (laughs) Some guy named Simpson screwed it up. Uh, Meanwhile, Alex tries to talk to his girl, Addie, but his phone starts making weird candy crush noises, and she walks away, weirded out, as we all would be if someone's phone started making noises. (laughs) That's never happened before. Only all the time to everyone. I can't tell you the number of times that Siri has started talking to me. Unsolicited. And has my wife ever been another woman? Well, then this is the end of our conversation. No, she said, Oh, my phone does that too. Please turn that off.
0: When you said unsolicited, I thought that like Siri was going to start giving you advice. Like, <laughs> Elliot, do you really think you need that second piece of fried chicken?
3: Get off my back, Siri. Second piece. Yeah. I'm on a piece six by the time so anyone's telling me to stop. By the time Siri's telling you to stop. Yeah. Here's the pitch, everybody don't steal this. Siri, no to Bergerac. Siri starts giving romance advice to some hapless doof. Somebody is writing that movie right now. And if they're not, I'm going to sell it tomorrow for $700,000. Okay. Thank you. Alex is like... This is crazy. I'm going to make an appointment at the phone store. And the emojis go crazy with fear. If he erases the programming on the phone and gets a new OS, I guess, then what's going to happen to them? So, yes. so they a lot can of the hear movie hinges happening.
0: on an appointment at the phone store. Yeah. But that's our ticking clock. they got to figure everything out before the whole phone gets So erased. they
1: can hear what's happening in the real world all the time. Yeah. How does that make them feel as emojis? Like,
3: are they, like, worthless? <laughs> We have to assume, since emoji, emojis are sentient and accept their lot in life as the, in part of this digital caste system, uh-huh. of which humans are—I mean, humans are probably seen as gods because they created the emojis. Okay. But like all gods, when they're too tyrannical, their creations might turn on them. Mm-hmm. And so, I guess what I'm saying is, we got to be careful with these emojis don't, <laughs> sure. don't rise up. There's a lot of metaphysics about this movie that is not really explained because jailbreak got to get him to the firewall so they can escape to the drop, blocks, drop box in the cloud. Um, there's a lot of candy jokes that high five does. Boring. Meanwhile, Gene's parents, the meh couple, are looking for Gene. They enter YouTube and distract the virus bots with some cute cat videos. Yeah. The parents argue over whose fault it is and split up. And I'm like, wait a minute. Am I supposed to care about the marriage between these two emojis? <laughs> <laughs> Who themselves cannot express emotion? Is this something I am supposed to invest myself in? Dan? What is Uh, the movie asking of me in this moment? Because it's a big ask. I mean, yeah. They're asking me basically, care about the relationship between these two bumper sticker images. Because their marriage might be falling apart. Elliot, you
0: who have such a solid marriage can't understand (laughs) the pathos. The pathos of these two characters. Dan,
3: as a living meh emoji. Yeah. Did you, I guess what I'm asking is, did you see yourself in this situation and that help you? Because I, as someone who's just happy all the time, Look, I just couldn't get it. I might
0: it. be a Matt emoji, but I, I have aspirations. I aspire to be the monocle emoji. <laughs> oh.
1: Yeah,
3: okay, you can yeah, do it. yeah, yeah. So wait, what, what emoji would you be, Elliot? I think I'd probably be, uh, probably be that shrimp. The shrimp emoji. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. Or maybe like the flag of Nepal. <laughs> That's a cool flag. Yeah, yeah, What would you be, Stuart? Uh, it's
1: pretty easy. Smiley face with a cowboy hat. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, I think so. You know. You know what? Can I, if I'm an emoji, can I change my race? Yeah.
0: I
1: guess. I'll
3: Where are you headed with this? Don't I don't know. I'm movie. just looking into all my options. <laughs> okay. I just want to know. I haven't made a decision yet. Yeah. Sorry, Judge Emoji. <laughs> I think we're entering some weird Rachel Dolezal area here. It's different in emoji world. Oh, by the way, all the emojis in the movie are, are basic default yellow, which means white. So anyway. Uh, uh, and they, uh, meanwhile, the, these heroes, they take a digital tube to some stairs and enter the Just Dance app. They've got to get through it. Don't turn it on, because then they'll have to dance or die. High Five loves to dance. Turns it on. But Jailbreak can't dance. And she, if she doesn't dance properly in the Just Dance game app, she will fall to her death and this is maybe the most artificial conflict I've ever seen in a movie, that this character who's the personification of an emoji concept, we don't know which one yet, has to learn how to dance quickly or she will lose a video game on a phone that will kill her. Yep. (laughs) And she's
1: saved by the movie inventing a branded dance move, mm-hmm. the no. emoji pop. Uh, Stuart, I believe
0: okay. you can do the emoji pop. So
3: Stuart's going to show us the emoji pop. Well, pod uh, we'll, we'll do our
0: best to describe it, okay? <laughs> Stuart is. So,
3: yeah, there's kind of like he has to keep covering his face, and a different emoji comes up. Yeah. But his legs kick out, too. His
0: legs kind of kick out like the scarecrow a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah.
3: That's the emoji pop, everybody. That's the hottest new dance inside your phone. You'd have to Uh,
1: imagine that during some of those moves, my eyeballs were turning into dollar
3: signs or hearts. Yeah. Uh, Meanwhile, while doing this jailbreak's hat flies off, there's a tiara underneath. She's actually a princess emoji. Uh Uh-oh, the antivirus robots enter. Don't worry, they're on the other side of the app, but they're great dancers, so they are quickly reaching them. Also, they can shoot lasers, which is never really factored in as a real threat, even though that's the bigger threat than if they get close to you, that they can shoot a laser at you. Uh, You know, in the real world, of course, Alex's phone starts making dance sounds in school, and he gets in trouble. Alex deletes the app, which crumbles around our heroes, and we catch a glimpse of the Just Dance mascot, who is what, Christina Aguilera? Yes. yes. Uh, yes. Looking around, she, she, we get a catch a of glimpse of her looking around in horror as her world is destroyed. Yeah, this is
0: a this is a very nihilistic uh, movie. She's like, I just wanted people to dance. <laughs> like, the danger of this movie is at all time like being deleted. Like, the danger is. Pure oblivion. Yeah. Like, that's the bad guy in the movie, really, is is the erasure of yourself and all of your friends.
3: Yeah, you as if get, you, you never you, existed. And yeah. you
1: might uh, spend a little bit of time in the purgatory of the, what, the garbage the garbage file? app, the trash is, can
3: app, which is not an app on my phone. But. No. Which is basically
1: there like is a no garbage, garbage planet, but doesn't feature cool robots singing that uh, Dare to be Stupid song, <laughs> 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 which is the best
3: garbage planet ever can't argue with it. Uh, so High Five gets taken by one of the robots and deleted. Uh-oh. So to recap, by this point, we have learned that, hand, that hands that are doing a High Five motion love candy and can dance really well, but it's dangerous for them. Gene refuses to leave High Five behind. He says, what's the good of being number one without all the other numbers? Brain thinks that's pretty cool. And she thinks they can save High Five by traveling to the garbage app by riding a boat through the music streams of the Spotify app. Oh yeah. Meanwhile, the other emojis are running out of time. Smiler upgrades one of the virus robots into a super virus robot <laughs> who spoiler alert is much less effective than the other robots we've seen. By the way, I think it I I they always go through like the interesting apps. I think it would be interesting
0: if they had to go through like well, now we have to go through the calculator.
3: Uh-oh, we've got to finish off all these reminders or else we'll never <laughs> get out of notes. this app. <laughs> Yeah. Let's <laughs> go
1: into Slack. <laughs> Talk about schedules.
3: <laughs> All right. Settings. <laughs> oh no! Uh, Jailbreak complains while they're on a canoe they got somewhere, riding the Spotify music streams, uh, each of those streams paying the artists who created them fractions of a penny. Uh, Jailbreak complains that emoji women can only be princesses or brides, but in the clouds, cloud, you can do anything Now. Jean, who's a meh, has a mom, so that's a woman who's a meh. Right. So what? And Smiler is a woman. So which emo Did, did they just develop more since Jailbreak left? Or like, I, I what, think what's so. What's the timeline yeah. here? Okay.
1: I think she was part of the the first. Ba- I think she specifically says at in the beginning. I mean, God also, created emojis. So this is kind
3: of like a. <laughs> So this is like a May September romance between Jailbreak and Gene. <laughs> yeah. But you're
0: also opening a whole, a whole can of worms with like the idea of like there are sexed meh emojis. Like that, there's both the male and the female. Well, it makes me wonder, like, is meh. the
3: cake emoji? Does that have a gender or a sex? Right. Like the shrimp emoji. I want to know
0: yeah and apparently these emojis <laughs> make love if they create the baby man
3: we see no other well there's a donut emoji who has little baby donuts and there's Jean's parents yeah how did they what did, how did that happen what's that all I about I mean how do we I know mean, they're totally they're,
0: smooth I don't see any
1: genitals
3: <laughs> well they might have I mean there's no actual indication
1: something. they're having they're, they reproduce sexually they could just be like beholders in D&D and dream other emojis <laughs> into existence
3: okay possible
0: <laughs> Only yeah. <laughs> only at a live podcast taping does beholders get an
1: applause break.
3: Where's the beholder emoji? Why don't they have one of those? I guess because that's it's cop- actually crazy that that doesn't exist. I guess because it's a copyrighted Maybe character. Maybe
1: nerds aren't into
3: tech stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah, there's not a lot of overlap between the tech world and the D and D world. Uh, although I guess they got to be doing something on those private buses. I thought it was playing D and D, but I don't know. That's a San Francisco joke. Anyway. Uh, Long story short, uh, she, Jailbreak says to Jean, I know you want to be this one thing, but I think you're cool the way you are. They have an almost kiss moment. It's much like the kiss the girl sequence from Little Mermaid, except that's really good and this is not good. Long story short, they save High Five by hoisting him out of the garbage, leaving the Just App dancer and the trolls to continue dying. Uh, Jean's mom wanders into Instagram and walks through Alex's memories, and Jean's dad is there, and he reveals, you know what? He has other expressions, too. He's just never used them, and he blames himself for Gene's condition. They reconfirm their love and leave, hopefully finding a corner somewhere along the way to maybe do what they need to have another little Gene. (laughs) Whatever that is. Yeah. Meanwhile, the upgraded Cube Cloud bot, who's made up of lots of little cubes, finds our heroes, but he can't follow them into Dropbox because, as Jailbait says, and maybe the most quotable... Oh, Jailbait... Because, because Jailbreak is a dumb name. As, as Jailbreak says... In maybe Jailbait is a great name. <laughs> uh, according to Lemmy it is. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, whereas uh, Jailbreak in the most quotable line in the movie says, it can't follow us because it's illegal malware and Dropbox is secure. <laughs> By the way... How like, many kids are quoting that line with their yeah. friends? Which raises the question,
0: who is this movie for? Yeah. (laughs) Because there are no children out there who understand the jokes about Dropbox and Firewalls and whatnot, but there's no one over the age of three that would be entertained by the Emoji movie.
3: I love the concept of kids being so excited that dropbox is going to be in the movie <laughs> the same are you way all that, my like, favorite file sharing <laughs> service when like at the end of the first avengers when thanos showed up and i was like holy shit thanos is in a movie that these kids are like wait 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 hold on hold on hold on i'm going to finally get to see dropbox in a movie <laughs> i just hope that they portray him in the way i've come to know him <laughs> from my use of him as a file sharing service yeah. that never works for elliot properly
1: and it always asks me to pay money so it, to make it bigger.
3: <laughs> I always run out of space. There's a lot of ads online that are about paying money to make things bigger. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, there's, Dropbox takes them on kind of a crappy theme park ride to the firewall. Guess what? Alex's password turns out to be Abby, the name of the girl he has a crush on, which is super creepy. Yeah. Uh, they enter the cloud, and Jailbreak starts doing her coding hacking work to turn, to change Jean into a full-on meh. But he says, while I have these expressions, I want to use them. And he tells her that he loves her, and he could stay there with her forever and ever and ever. And it goes from super sweet to really clingy and creepy, like almost instantly, the more evers and forevers he adds to this. And it's like, you just met her earlier today. Like, ask her out once before you tell her how you want to be with her forever in now, the cloud.
0: To this movie's credit, I... I don't think that they ever end up together, right? Like at the end of the movie there's no It's
3: heavily implied that they now have a working relationship. Oh, really? He has been I mean a working relationship, yeah. yeah. Oh,
0: working relationship. Yeah. yeah. But no, no, no I, not,
3: not a working relationship as in a functioning romantic relationship. Working like they work together now. No,
0: that's yeah. good. I mean, I think it's yeah. good that this movie at least doesn't paint like Matt meh- as like, "Oh, because I love you, because I'm like pining after you, you of course need to love me back." Like jailbreak is like,
3: you know what, you're great,
0: but I'm not into you. She's and like, like,
3: I don't want to be defined by a relationship. Yeah. And he's like, really hurt. Insofar
0: so far as the Emoji Movie has a good message, that's the closest it comes to it.
3: I mean, the other messages are, be yourself as long as being yourself involves using all these branded apps and products. Yeah. yeah.
1: And and use Dropbox. It's a great service. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Kids, if you're not using Dropbox to send your friends, I don't know what, stickers and graham crackers? then. <laughs> Man, I don't know what you're doing,
0: Timmy. Uh, <laughs> I Dropboxed you a graham cracker.
3: <laughs> Yum, hey, I guess. Hey, can I? You have two gogurts in your lunch. Can I have one? Yeah, let me Dropbox it to you. <laughs> uh, Gene is really hurt. Now he's meh for real. His soul has been killed. And then Megabot attacks him. Oh no! And High Five is like jailbreak, save him. And and she becomes, she takes off her hat, becomes a princess emoji again, whistles and summons the most powerful of all the icons the twitter bird oh yeah and this is i so normally
1: when... you would expect the twitter bird to show up and just devour them and shit all over <laughs> them and
0: spew hot garbage
3: or like <laughs> the twitter bird just shows up and dumps mean feelings on them and they're like yeah. why did i do this
0: a bunch yeah a bunch of neo nazis come out of the twitter bird <laughs> <laughs> oh no why weren't you banned just
3: russian bot swarm yeah. Uh, but the Twitter, and this is the moment where I wanted the German Twitter bot that's not racist. <laughs> <laughs> that this is the part where the, I guess the audience of four five year olds is supposed to just get up out of their seats cheering that Twitter bird showed up. Because he's not an angry bird, he's an unangry bird. He's Twitter
2: bird. Yeah.
3: He can't lift that, well, no, but everyone has their limits. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, meanwhile, Smiler, I thought that virus bot was going to kill Gene. No, he takes him back to Smiler. Smiler wants to kill Gene in front of everybody, all the other emojis. (laughs) And even the other emojis are like, this is a little weird. (laughs) They're like, look, what our government does in our name, we don't want to see it. Like, we kind of know what's happening in the back of our heads, but we don't want to be confronted with it. We're complicit in a way that I'm not really comfortable with. This is why I tell myself those taxes go to roads, and I don't think about what else they pay for. Anyway, I assume that's what Pope emoji, Poop Emoji was saying when he made some poop joke. But <laughs> yeah. Gene's parents show up, shows up. Dad reveals he's also a malfunction, and Smiler's like, all right, I'll just kill you both. Jailbreak and High Five <laughs> show up, and they shut down that robot, which falls on Smiler, and I assumed for a moment killed her. But uh-oh, there's a bigger threat. Guys, remember that ticket? Bigger clock? than
1: um, an emoji?
3: <laughs> There's a bigger threat than a giant robot that's going to crush you because it's time for Alex's tech support appointment. Uh. No! <laughs> Why? This is a horrifying moment. Why wasn't Thor Ragnarok called Thor tech support appointment? <laughs> it's the same basic issue. They're worried their homes will be destroyed. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, he's And they start deleting the phone, which in classic movie fashion means that everything except the main character starts disappearing and, you know, turning into nothingness. Yeah. Like the, it's a lot of back to the future stuff. Yeah.
0: It's like a circle that com- becomes smaller and smaller on the phone as things get deleted, which, of course, as we all know, is the way things get deleted on a phone. Like, they don't all just get deleted at once. It's this uh, this, this slight accretion over time. That's
3: why I always put your favorite app in the center of the screen. Yeah. Because that's it'll get deleted last, and you get that last sweet second with it. <laughs> It's like when Arnold Schwarzenegger Commando says, I like you, I'll kill you last. That's how you should feel about that app. Put it in the middle. And then you put it, and then you let it die anyway, and you go, I I, I lied, that kind of thing. That's what Arnold Schwarzenegger says when he deletes apps from his phone. (laughs) Facebook, I like you best, I'll kill you last. I lied, Facebook, delete, (laughs) uninstall. Uh, but they're like, if we can get one last emoji through to Alex, and it's the perfect emoji to text to Addie, he'll realize his phone isn't messed up. It's better than a normal phone, and it'll save us. Hey, and Elliot? It's like, yeah. Elliot, you know what
1: Arnold Schwarzenegger is when he's deleting apps? Eraser.
3: Nice, nice. Yep, that's a movie. That did not deserve groans from the audience. <laughs> that People should be throwing flowers and hosannas on you. They should be... Taking you on their shoulders and parading you through the streets like some sort of child god whose every utterance is both innocent and wise. Now, like, now I'm desperately trying to think of something else, and
0: all the best I could come up with was Command O.
3: That Which was I don't know be- what'll we'll do.: That's the best you.: could That's come the with? best I could.: come so, with. I'll tell you what, Dan, let's see a little bit of the sludge, the slush file <laughs> on that one. What, what went? What didn't make it to, the, to your lips? If command O was the best?:
0: Jingle all the way.:
3: <laughs> You know what? Forget I asked. You're asking for the worst. And I got it. OK. Uh, there's only and so the, because of course. Alex will see the emoji on his phone, go, yeah, this is how to talk to Addy. I won't erase my phone. That's the way people think. Uh, Textopolis is getting deleted, including Gene's parents. Jailbreak is like, Gene, I believe in you. And Gene takes the time as his world is being destroyed, his parents having just been consigned to the trash heap of history, their memories to be erased when he's erased from existence takes a moment to remember all the good scenes we had in the movie. As we flash back through the things that maybe we forgot about, since this movie is almost 80 minutes long. <laughs> uh, and finally, Gene just goes, you know what? And he gets scanned as he does multiple facial expressions. It's a moving emoji that tells multiple facial expressions, and it goes through like, hi, bashful, kissy face, I think you're cool, whatever. And Alex goes, check out this emoji. Of course, it's the perfect emoji. It says everything. He sends it to Addy. Addy's response. That's one super cool emoji. You know what, Alex? I will go to the dance with you.
0: Yeah. She, <laughs> the idea that she is wooed by this single emoji that just, like, cycles through emotions. Like, if anything, like, why couldn't he have just... If that was the answer to everything, he could have just put all of those emojis in a line together. But he didn't know that. And expressed that. the same uh, thing. Look,
3: what he, what she's saying to him right then is, if you feel like giving me a lifetime of devoji. Yeah. I second that emoji. Okay. That's the message right there in that scene. Anyway, Gene, at that point again.
0: Stuart, <laughs> you okay? Stuart is busy vomiting. On the Stuart, side of.
3: imagine how unhappy, you'd, you know, how unhappy you're going to be when I mention this, that <coughs> Gene's not dancing anymore. He's making emoji move. Anyway, that's a more up-to-date one. All right, forget. It. I guess I'm the only one who listens to the radio while they drive in a car. So she goes to the dance with him. He unplugs the phone and everything magically undeletes. Gene saved the day. All the emojis love him. And you know what? We're done with hierarchies and textopolis. Now everyone's allowed to the VIP section and they all dance that hot new dance the emoji pop. (laughs) Stuart, give us a taste. Oh boy, here it goes. All right. He's he's dancing, he's popping. He's popping different faces. Look at that tongue out. Oh, he looks confused. Oh, he's happy now. Even with a bad
0: back. Yeah. With a bad back. The last time we came to California, Stuart
3: was so injured he couldn't even join us. Now he's emoji popping. (laughs) And there's a little post credit scene that Stuart missed because he left the room at that point (laughs) where we see that Smiler in a neck brace now after having had a huge robot drop on her is in the loser's lounge, which gives the lie to High Five statement earlier that now everyone's allowed in the VIP lounge. It seems that... She's mu- a political opponent. <laughs> yeah, yes. <Yeah, he> <laughs> Much like Plato's Republic, this is only an illusion of democracy, but is actually controlled by high placed elites, namely, Gene, Jailbreak, and High Five.
0: Uh, so that's great. We, uh... <laughs> we-
1: Thus ends <laughs>
3: the epic tale of the Emoji movie. Yeah. So that's really quick. So, so, uh... Yeah, Dan? Uh,
0: no, I, okay. I was looking to see where the audience mic was. Uh, so really quick. <laughs> let's, like, I was looking to see where the audience was. Uh, <laughs> Dan, are you okay? <laughs> let's uh, say our final judgments, whether this was a good-bad movie, a bad-bad movie, or a movie we kind of like, Elliot, go.
3: I would say this was a bad-bad movie. Um, you know what? I'll say one thing. It might even be good-bad because really? there's a lot in this movie to dig through when you're watching and go like, What? Why is that happening? It is, there's nothing, like, the jokes in it are not particularly funny. Characters don't make sense. The logic of the world does not make sense. It's basically an 80-minute advertisement to children about how great phones are. And especially branded apps like Dropbox. (laughs) But you know what? I mean, it's a super secure app. (laughs) But you know what? It's great. If
1: Dropbox were to say, "Wanna sponsor our podcast?" I wouldn't be
3: against it. I wouldn't turn that down. It's a great app. It's secure. Malware can't go in. You've been chased like a, by a or malware or whatever it's pronounced. If you're being chased by a big <laughs> antivirus robot, hop inside a Dropbox. It can't follow you. Although the weird thing is if anything, the antivirus robot was created by it the was, emoji uh, app. It was that
1: that antivirus robot was given illegal like uh, an illegal power up or something, right? Oh, I see. That's what it was.
3: Guys, <laughs> I guess what I'm going to say is, go watch the Emoji movie, because I'm a sadist. Stuart?
1: Guys, this is a bad, bad movie. Uh, the jokes aren't funny at all, um, and they're super lazy. And if you want to watch a good, bad movie like this, if you want to watch a good, bad, terribly animated movie focused on branded content, I direct you to Food Fight.
3: It will give you nightmares. It's crazy. I will say the animation in this movie is not so bad. I didn't no, like it's, the design is not fantastic. Design is,
0: but, is yeah, it's not great. I mean, well, it looks like emojis. I mean, the it's a brightly colored movie. The animation is fine. Like the look of the movie is not the problem. That's, the problem is the jokes and just like the, and the, con- the story, conception the concept, of it,
3: the premise. Yeah,
0: it's a bad bad movie. Even I, the fact I don't wanna... that they
3: could not come up just title the movie like emojis or something. The emoji movie. It feels like. They didn't have a title for it, and the prince accidentally went out to the theaters before they could put a title on it.
0: Oh, I thought it sounds like we've been clamoring for this all our lives. It's like, finally, the Emoji Movie!
2: I can't. Are myself, but I'm are These are real podcast listeners, not actors. And, hey, thanks for coming. Here's a list of descriptors. What would you choose to describe the perfect
3: podcast? I mean, vulgarity. Dumb. Definitely dumb.
0: And like, uh, right here, this one. Meritless.
2: What if I told you there was a podcast that did have all of that? No. No. Jordan Jesse Go. And it's free. Jordan, Jordan, Jesse Jesse Go. Go. Jordan Jesse Go. Jordan Jesse Go. Jordan Jesse Go. A real podcast. Beloved, maximum fun Star Trek podcast, The Greatest Generation is going out on tour. We are bringing Greatest Gen Con. <laughs> to a bunch of cities in the US and Canada. It's our big tribute to slash send up of Star Trek Two, The Wrath of Khan. And we have a big leg coming up <laughs> Yes, we are raising our legs on a number of cities in the coming weeks. (laughs) We're going to Washington, D.C. on August 23rd. The Bell House in Brooklyn, New York on August 24th. Mass Mocha in North Adams, Massachusetts on August 25th. Pittsburgh on the 28th. Boston, Massachusetts at the Wilbur Theater on the 29th. Atlanta, Georgia at the Earl on the 30th. Ferndale, Michigan at the Magic Bag on the 31st. Those are some great big rooms and some great big cities, Ben. And it's a really fun show. It's accessible. Even if you haven't listened to the podcast yet We can't wait to see you when we're out on tour Check greatestgencon.com For dates and ticketing information And con is spelled K-H-A-N Because Wrath of Con Khan, Greatestgen, K-H-A-N Dot Hey everyone, it's a live show
0: So you know what that means It's time for another Dan Solo Ad Read If I was really industrious I would put a reverb after that I'm uh, a... Uh, under that, but uh, I'm not. I am not industrious. Now let's 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 address the elephant in the room. A lot of people have been writing in. A lot of people have been tweeting at me saying, "Dan, that last ad read. Were you super drunk?" And the answer is no. No, I'm sorry, guys. I was super tired. What you're hearing there is tired, tired, and self-hatred. self hatred, self hatred so on that note let's talk about squarespace now squarespace is a great service Uh, you can use it to make all sorts of websites Uh, websites where you speculate perhaps on whether i've been drinking or not or whether i'm just again very tired uh and what can you do with the squarespace website you can showcase your work you could announce another event or special project And uh, you can uh, use their powerful e-commerce functionality to sell anything online. They've got beautiful templates created by world-class designers, free and secure hosting, and nothing to patch or upgrade ever. Ever. I hate upgrading things. Squarespace, can you help? Squarespace says, yes, nothing to patch or upgrade. If you are interested in any of this, you can go to squarespace.com/flop for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer use the offer code flop to save ten percent off your first purchase of a website or domain. Uh, so that's our uh, big business sponsor. But I know what you come here for. You come here for the jumbotrons. You come here for the people. We've got a couple of jumbotrons right now. First off, uh, you love Elliot's recommendations, right? Sure, we all do. If you're looking for more Elliot-esque fancy pants movie chat, we invite you to visit the Magic Lantern podcast. If you're more of a steward, don't worry. We cover the grindhouse as well as the art house. All you dams won't be left out either, as we even have a butt-centric episode 69. The Magic Lantern Podcast is all things to all people. Listen today. Find the Magic Lantern on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you find your podcast, and subscribe today. Now let's see, a butt-centric episode 6-9. That is a subscribe. I'm just going to go to the podcast, search for podcasts, find the magic lantern you know what i can do this later i can do this later what am i doing um that was the podcast subscription bit uh this next message is for channing and it's from mara and i almost said that it was for channing and from tatum for channing and from mara though and that's not for channing that's for channing uh and mara says the last 4 years of watching movies and tv shows with you have been the best 4 years of my life i look forward to many more happy anniversary channing all my love and butterfly kisses mara but that's all the sponsors we have so Now let's enjoy the rest of this episode, which I can't remember which one it is. Uh, We should move on, though. Okay. All right. What What do we do next, Looking at me like I'm
3: I'm the ringmaster here. (sighs) We're going to take
0: a few audience questions, if you care to ask them. Uh, There's an audience mic. Over here, right which is over. what I was looking for before whenever,
3: when Elliot left. made fun stage of right. me. stage right. No, no, it's just you You suddenly looked as if you saw a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dan, are you
1: just sad that we've been talking about phones this whole time and you haven't got to look at yours in a while?
0: I am sad that I haven't got to look at my phone for a little while. Now,
1: Elliot, do you you usually like to give a little bit of a speech before we do audience questions.
3: Yes. Sometimes you're too Getty's harsh about dress. it. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> you know... Everybody, four score and seven years ago. All right. Our four, Yep. Yeah. No, that's not the speech that you usually do. Okay. Is it the speech from the day that you stood still? No, that's not. Wait. If you threaten to extend your violence, this earth of yours shall be reduced to a burned out cinder. That's not the speech either. Okay. Is it, uh, you can't handle the truth. That's not really a speech, I guess. That's yeah. just a thing he says. Yeah. It's
1: Just one line from the movie. Okay.
3: Well, isn't every speech just one line that's real long? Well, it's such a stupid philosophical statement. <laughs> all right, let me talk. Okay, I don't want to sound too rough here. Okay, here's the thing: we've all been to Q and As. We've all had cues. We've wanted aid, and we've all seen people with cues that didn't really deserve to be aid. Let's just say that. So, here's a piece of advice I like to take when I'm at a Q and A. When I got a good, steaming hot cue all racked up. Ready for a good old-fashioned A-ing. I like to say to myself. <laughs> I, I regret setting you up for this. <laughs> I like to say to myself, hey, does anyone but me care about this question? Or to put it in other words, if I was not me and someone else asked this question from their own mouths, would I care? And if I think to myself, no, if someone else asked this question, I would not care. Then I think of another question. And so, I guess let's just have, let's just, in the interests of time and everything like that, look. Oh, God. Whatever Elliot says, in the interests of time. (laughs) In the interests of my sucking up more time, look. You guys are here for us. That's fantastic. And we love it. That's amazing. You're our favorite people. And thank you so much, San Francisco, for. For being so welcoming to us and everyone for coming out here, you don't need to tell us how much you like us. So skip the intro when you tell us how much you like us, because we know it. You wouldn't be here otherwise. Jesus Christ, Elliot! Unless this is unless this is one of those grand piano type situations where you're here because you got to solve a crime before before a family member is murdered or something. One of those Nick at Time with Johnny Depp situations. Now we're mean
0: and conceited. Let's just uh,
3: one of those. Terry Grant at the Auction House situation. No, let's just start taking questions. Let's just start taking questions. We don't have time for a song, unfortunately. <laughs> well, if you say that then... <laughs> we really don't have time for a song right now. Dan and Stu, take a breather. Cause me and these folks are gonna have a little song about how we don't have time for the song that I'm singing right now. I'm eating up the clock. Hey, put a sock in it, Elliot. Cause we really don't have time for this song right now. But hey, you know, I just feel like it wouldn't be a house show if there wasn't a song from me to you that went a long, 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 long way. Hey, everyone. We've had a great time with this song. Maybe it's time to put it to bed and let it live inside of your head in the memories that you'll take with you to the end of your days. And someday on your deathbed, when you think back to the moments that meant the most to you, this song will be there to comfort you in those final moments when you realize that heaven doesn't exist. Thank you very much, everybody. Let's get to the questions, shall we? You know what? All right. I might no, just be wrong. No, I don't know.
0: No more. <laughs> you, sir, please.
2: Hey guys, great song. Thank
0: you. Thank you um, very much. Encore, of course. No. <laughs> we're, we're already hitting. All right, please. So so I've been through a lot of the back catalog, and uh, I'm sorry. I've
2: never <laughs> I've never once heard you guys mention the movie um, Freddie Got Fingered, and sure, and I feel like it's an omission. <laughs>
3: And I was just wondering if I could get a hot take on it.
0: My hot take is I kind of like Freddy Got Fingers. <laughs> I think it's kind of funny.
3: I've actually never seen it.
0: No, I, was never I haven't a big seen fan it of the either. Tom
3: Green show, so I just didn't bother to see the movie.
0: I mean, it's barely a movie. It's like sell it, sell it to me. Yeah, sounds great. It's just a bunch of weird scenes strung together. But if you want to see a movie where Tom Green, out of nowhere, sees a <laughs> sees a horse by the side of the road with a big dick. Decides that he needs to immediately stop the car, run out of the car, jack off the horse, and then continue on his way.
3: I feel like then you're not Freddy describing a film that I need to see. <laughs> is your film? I feel like there's not a Tom Green jacking off a horse hole in my heart that needs to be filled. <laughs> but okay, Stuart, you got a feeling about it? Uh, I haven't seen it, so I can't really
1: say. So much, this is, why it is a it has movie not been that not mentioned. But it, yeah, it's a movie that, like at the time, was panned quite a bit. But I think it has had a reevaluation recently. Like I've seen yeah. reviewers are like, "Hey, it's actually good, dude." That's my impression of a movie reviewer. You sound <laughs> dumb.
3: A uh, movie reviewer for Ninja Turtle Quarterly. <laughs> yeah, I gave it three pizzas.
0: I guess that's our answer.
3: Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for coming. Next question.
0: We may not have enough
3: time to get through everyone, by the way. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's try it. Why, why would that be? What did we do that ate up all that oh, time? <laughs>
2: <sighs> uh, hi, Tim, middle name withheld, Bab.
3: Um, I wanted a two part question. Uh, when will that animated uh, YouTube page be updated again? Will that be anytime soon? And can we make requests? Because I'd really like to see the Let's How It Works song animated. Oh, we all would. That'd be great. <laughs> You mean my son's favorite yeah, Flophouse song? Son, both my sons,
1: too. Awesome. Our son well, hang out. Uh, for, uh, for a lot of that animated stuff, that's almost entirely done by this guy, Tony Oker, who's great. He's
3: fantastic. Um,
1: but he also, you know, has to survive and do stuff. So he, uh, I mean, he does have a Patreon, which you can support. And obviously, I'm sure he'd listen to you if you went over to his Patreon. Uh, and he'll probably listen to this episode, so maybe it will uh, inspire him.
0: Yeah, but that's the answer. There's another guy who does that, <laughs> and he's great. He's but, wonderful, Yeah, but he's
3: got his own stuff going on. Thank you. Good question so far. we got a high batting average.
2: Uh, hello, Matthew Greve, last name withheld. Um, since Star Wars is almost coming out again, I What? Thought...
3: <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't anyone tell me about this? I,
2: really I like Star
3: Wars. What, what is... And what's Han going to do in this one? <laughs> So he's my LA favorite it. character. I can't wait to see what he's up to.
2: <laughs> I wanted to ask, um, what is your favorite Star Wars background character
3: or a background character you would like to be? Oh, hard for me to choose favorite because <laughs> I got two. Same
1: answer for both. It's Gonk Droid. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: Gonk Droid, is, that's the one I want to be pretty sweet because, you know, he's just there. He's like just chilling. Just yeah. plug some power stuff into him. But as for my favorite I'll say it's tied between two classics, Ponda Baba and Momonadon. Oh yeah, sweetest cantina members. I mean, except for Ponda Baba, who's pretty much a thug. But you know, uh, I was going to say. That, by the
1: way, that's Salacious Crumb saying that. Oh man, <laughs> Salacious Crumb is a good.
3: good I mean, I don't. Pick. That's the weird. That's the kind of thing where it's like, well, when he's not a background character, he's like a third lead. Salacious Crumb. Yeah. <laughs> He has lines. His lines are mainly like... Now that, Dis, that Disney is doing these
0: standalone movies, how long is it before we get a Salacious Chrome? film? Dan,
3: don't even mention it, because I'm going to go pitch that tomorrow. <laughs> I want to write that movie and then be in it <laughs> as Salacious Chrome. As Crumb. Salacious Chrome. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff, you know? Because I want to know. He's According to the non-canon short stories, he's an animal who also has a job, which is amazing.
0: <laughs> Wait, what is his job?
3: He's just the jester for Jabba. You he's know, he's like, like a hype man. I've never yeah. seen him do anything. He's not jesting. He's just laughing. That's half of a jester's job. <laughs> yeah. He's like Jabba's Chewbacca. All right.
0: Sure. So, fine. Dan, who's your favorite background character? Well, I was going to say Gonk Droid, too. But...
3: <laughs> it's, okay, so anyone who does not know this, Gonk Droid, Gonk Droid is a box with legs yeah. who just walks around saying, Gonk. <laughs> but since that was taken, I'm going to say the torture robot in Java's palace who's torturing Gonk Droid. You'll certainly learn in some respect. Yeah. Couldn't get it out. I'm no no torture droid. Uh, You know what? I'm going to give a runner-up, since I have two that are tied for first place. (coughs) Runner-up to, uh, I think, Zuckus and Forlom. The two bounty hunters in Empire Strikes Back who are basically one's a robot version of the other one. (laughs) And I like to think that Zuckus built Forlom (laughs) as a friend. (laughs)
1: One of them's a uh, one of them's a robot. One of them isn't, and you'll never guess which. <laughs> that's
3: the that's the what the Buzzfeed
2: article about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good oh,
3: question. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks for being here.
2: Hi, Jason. Last
1: name withheld. Uh, most movies released now are sequels or in franchises. Sometimes, Once... sometimes squeakles. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> What is the movie that you would like to
3: see a sequel from that has, there's never been a sequel? Uh, so not a sequel to a movie that has had a sequel. No, because the then it one would be, that demands it. Okay, cuz then it would be G3 Gremlins 3. But uh, <laughs> I'm still That's, waiting for it. Is that a, set at a G3 summit? <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. It's the G3 summit and someone brings a Mogwai. Idiot. Trouble. I mean, I think I
1: think the obvious answer to that one is either like a sequel to Big Trouble in Little China,
3: or or uh, the long yeah the
0: long awaited Buckaroo Banzai against the World Crime League.
3: Oh yeah, which they announced and it didn't happen. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Head of the Family too. Uh, that was what teased Head of the Family is a movie from Full Moon Pictures. Look it up, dudes. <laughs> But Head of the Family 2, I think, was teased by a set of bookends that Full Moon put out where there's both the head of the family and then, I guess, his, like, the bride of the head of the family, which is the lady version. Uh, it looks pretty cool.
3: There's also uh, Super Mario Brothers. The movie ends on a cliffhanger, and that story never came to a satisfying conclusion. <laughs> Did it have a satisfying
1: beginning <laughs> or middle?
3: <laughs> nope. I mean, nothing about it satisfying. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> great answer. It's hard for me to think of because like the best movies that I really love, they don't really cry out for sequels. Oh, you know the what? story is complete. There's right? there's I don't movies. Need, like chi- I mean, I guess I was just about to say I don't need Chinatown two, but that exists. It's called the two Jakes. Yeah. It's not that great. There are
0: movies that are supposed to have sequels that didn't like like Hellboy Two ends like with the promise of Hellboy Three like completing a story. Yeah. And it and that never got made because, you know, it was not a big success. Uh, so there's stuff like that.
3: I guess, like, they never made, like, a sequel. They never made, like, a restaurant at the end of the universe movie. For the mm. sequel to Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, and that would have been a nice thing. Yeah. Or I could just listen to the radio show or watch the TV series. Or read the read book. Or read the book. Yeah. So, I don't know. I guess, you know what it is? There's so much great media out there to consume. Why am I asking for more, you know? <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Thank you. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. Thanks for being here. With that being said, G3, Gremlins.
2: Hi, I'm okay. I'm John Devaney, and I was just wondering uh, what your guys' biggest uh, stand-up comedy influences are on your own comedy, and what your, like, movie, like, because
1: they're, like, two different separate types, I feel. Uh, what's your biggest movie comedy influence in your life? And your uh...
3: I mean, for me, for both of them, for me, it's probably Groucho Marx. Yeah. So, that's he's the best of all time. No, the Marx that's Brothers That's why they are... call him the GOAT, greatest of all time. Groucho of all time.
0: <laughs> the Marx Brothers are where I would go with movies. Like, I don't, like, for stand-up, like, I, I you know, like... I mean, I'm not a stand-up myself. I've done stand-up because I'm in comedy, <laughs> and so, like, at some point... But I've seen like... your act.
3: It's pretty Larry the Cable Guy influenced. Oh, uh,
0: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Your character,
3: character of Harry the Plumbing Guy.
0: I mean, like, there's no, there's no, like, but there's no pl- person that I'm like, oh, I'm trying to emulate them, or like, that's what I'm doing when I do stand up. You know, I'm just doing my own generic stand up that never quite found its voice. Uh, like, it, I would just be saying stand ups that I like. Like, for instance, I don't know Steve Martin's stuff when he was doing stand up. Big be, Louis
3: C.K. fan, right, Dan?
0: <laughs> Would you he just likes his antics to... off the stage. <laughs> I, look, I was known as an innocent perpozoid. <laughs> and now you're trying to turn me into an evil purvisoid.
3: And I don't like it. That's the, that's the plot of the Flophouse movie. An evil perpozoid who looks like you, except that he has a beard and a tweed jacket. Oh, no. He tries to take your place. And, uh, and we've got to answer an ancient prophecy of a house cat.
1: Yeah, and it. we're like, which one of these t- two pervizoids do we shoot?
3: <laughs> <laughs> J.K. I hope that answers your question. <laughs> yeah. Stuart, do you have any? Uh, Stuart, uh, who's your influence? Like Booger from the <laughs> yeah, Nurse yeah. movies.
1: I was like, yeah, I'm kind of like, uh, like the like an Apatow movie, like lovable loser. <laughs> Uh, Except that you're a small business owner. You're not. An I all am a loser. small business. Well, that's. Uh, I mean, it's a difference between my stage persona and my real life. Oh, Elliot. I see. When I get up on stage, I have to put on the Stewart character. Normally, I'm a very reserved person who <laughs> likes to go to bed at an early hour. <laughs> uh, I don't know. i He's mean, not <laughs> making a joke. Actually. <laughs> like, <laughs> But, no, I mean, I, uh, having never done any stand-up other than using PowerPoints, which is the poor man's punchline, um, I... You need uh, to own a
3: computer. can't be that poor.
1: (laughs) I mean, computers aren't that expensive anymore, Elliot. Mm, That's privilege speaking. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Uh, But, no, I would say my influence is on, like, uh, I think I've always strove to be the, like, Fun, dumpy, like best friend character.
3: <laughs> You're like Styles. I He's not dumpy, but
1: would love to be the styles
0: of any relationship. I love how we're saying styles as if everyone immediately
1: knows. I would love to be the styles from Teen Wolf the movie.
3: <laughs> as <laughs> is opposed that to better Dan? that's better. Yeah.
0: I hope that helps. <laughs> <laughs> Hi,
2: uh, Nick Last name is Held. Hello. Hi Nick. Hi,
0: Nick. So you've mentioned Godzilla a couple times on the podcast, and I was wondering what your favorite kaiju was that wasn't Godzilla.
3: Oh, that's tough, because everyone's gonna say King Ghidorah. That's a good one.
1: Yeah, I'd say Mothra, because I like the song.
3: It is a beautiful song. Uh, a design I've always loved since I was a kid was Gigan who has two hooks for hands and a beak and a kind of cyclops laser eye and a buzzsaw on his Wait, belly. Wait, two hooks for hands
0: and a cyclops eye? Yeah.
3: <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh-oh. Hold on. Hold on a second. Why, that's Dan McCoy. <laughs> yeah. But if I'm being honest with myself, I'm just like everybody else, and I'll like King Ghidorah, because he rocks. Dan? Mothra. It's just Mothra. Wow. Okay. That's I mean, it's a giant
0: moth. What more do you want? <laughs>
3: You're right, you're right. Nothing's cooler than moths. (laughs) Make them big. Was there ever,
0: like, I didn't watch a lot of kaiju movies. Was there ever a scene in one of those movies where they're like, turn off all the lights in the city.
3: (laughs) 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 They're attracting moth. No, but that'd be pretty great. All right. Good question. Thank you. Ready for more kaiju questions, but others too.
2: Uh, Justin, last name withheld. Hi, Justin. Um, My question for you guys is, in the vein of Willem Dafoe in The Florida Project, who is an actor or actress traditionally cast in shady and or sinister roles that you'd like to see take on maybe a more heartwarming role? Mm.
1: I would like to see Udo Kier play (laughs) possibly like, uh, like a mentor, like a teacher or something.
3: Yeah, that's a good choice.
1: Um,
0: yeah. Robert zadar
1: the late Robert <laughs> the late zadar, Robert zadar I think
0: he's Someone said it. in the audience. <laughs> yeah,
3: I mean, I would like to see that because that would mean he'd be alive. Yeah, I mean, like David Warner's not. Did uh, David Warner still alive? Can't remember. He's not always a bad guy, but he often is sinister, and I like him a lot.
0: You know what? I I just saw recently Lady Bird, and Tracy Letts plays the dad in that. And Tracy Letts is always playing an asshole in things. And he was amazing as just like this warm-hearted dad in You'd that movie. you see his
3: plays and you're like, this man has no love in his heart. Yeah. And then you see him in the movie and you're like, oh, yes, he does.
0: Yeah. That would, I mean, that, I guess I would go with that because I thought he was great. But um, well, it
3: happened already. Yeah. But well, if, like a genie came out and you are like, I wish I had a successful podcast. <laughs> well, and the genie's like, easiest day of work in my life. Gotta go. <laughs>
1: There was a uh, there was in uh, in Force Awakens who was really great to see Max von Sydow in the opening scene cuz norm- as soon as I saw him I'm like I guess I knew who the bad guy is the but only, he isn't he's
3: a good guy. That's the only bad thing with that scene was that we were all supposed to know who he was and I was like is this a character I've heard of before or is am I supposed to be like oh the actor Max von Sydow is in the movie like that's they went to go talk to Max von Sydow on this rebel planet but
0: uh, we got to get out of here by ten, so let's take. Says who? Let's take two more questions, and I'm sorry for everyone else in the line. We are going to be around if you want to catch us and ask your question, but I apologize. Or to everyone we could do by. a
3: real lightning round. Uh, I, uh, lightning round! Let's like ask these what? questions real quick. One word answers for okay, everybody. One word answers. Hi, uh, Melissa. Last name I called. I'm Melissa. Um, so, based in your Ishtar episode, uh, you were talking about how Ishtar would be better if it was like more of a screwball comedy or more of an action flick. And I was wondering if you could remake a movie, but you had to change the genre, what movie would
1: you remake and what genre would you remake? That's a good question. I would totally change
0: The Odd Life of Timothy Green and make it a horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> good call, good call. This is why we can't do one-word answers, because, like... Just do
3: a one-phrase answer. I can't
0: think that fast. I think you've been doing a podcast
3: with me for ten years. You should know that I can't think that fast. All right, well, I'm going to do Stagecoach in space. (laughs) Star Trek was basically Wagon Train in space, but... Uh, The Muppets as a kitchen sink drama. Okay, great. I mean, that kind of was the Muppets TV show in a way. (laughs) Thank you. Okay, next question. Thanks very much. Sorry, we got to keep moving. Because Taskmaster Dan is like, oh, the clock. I want to be good to the, our venue. I don't.
1: <laughs> okay, so, No, uh, they've been very
3: good to us. We should be nice.
1: Alright, So my original question doesn't really work in this format. Um, so I guess I'd just ask like, what is the uh, one bit of fiction or something you would like to see turned into like a movie or a TV show? I assume
2: this question has been asked before, but...
0: Uh, I've talked before of my love of the Deptford trilogy. I think that would be a great, like, um, miniseries. And, uh, each trilogy of books, each book could be a season, a three season thing and out.
3: And I've always wanted to see a movie of The Man Who Was Thursday by G.K. Chesterton, which is a book that is like half chase sequence. And the only reason I guess it hasn't been made to a movie is that the end becomes a metaphysical allegory about the nature of God. So (laughs) they just got to fix that one uh i'd like to see the
1: the comic book kaiju max adapted into like a animated prison drama which is kind of what it already is but i think it would just expose more people to what is a really great comic book
3: excellent question thanks for giving us a substitute question hi um christine frederickson so we've all been eagerly watching um Stuart Wellington's sex describer and <laughs> Elliot's Caitlin Starfucker, and I hear that this next season we're going to need a crossover episode. I was wondering if you could tell us what that will look like. <laughs> well, as you know, uh, for be not one of our right? shows, <laughs> what Stuart Wellington's sex describer's job would be to describe this sexy thing we're talking about. And as you know, my show, Elliot Kaylin Starfucker, takes place in the golden age of Hollywood. Where I bed my way through Hollywood's greatest ladies. Uh, so I guess I probably, I probably, probably this will be that special Ethel Barrymore episode that everybody's been asking for.
1: Would involve? I feel like it would involve me happening upon some kind of old timey, uh, like handwritten porn describing
3: the the. Oh, the, I see, I figured there's some kind of puzzle box that opened a dimensional portal. I've never heard of time. that thing ever happening. <laughs>
0: Uh, We really, we really got to (laughs) go, guys. I, I just don't want to. I don't want to mistreat the uh, venue that's been so nice to us. I'm so sorry to everyone else in line. Um, Again, we will be around uh, if you want to talk to us. We'll if you can catch us. We'll probably be out in the lobby uh, for just a little while, and then we're gonna do a meetup. I know that there's a San Francisco Flophouse fans meetup that was already arranged. Uh, It's at the Library Bar. Um, we'll try and stop by if that place is too crowded uh, and has too many Santas in it I understand there is a backup venue that is called Pacific Cocktail Haven so we'll be at
1: one of those two places (laughs) Yeah,
3: it's like a regular flop house scavenger hunt (laughs) Uh,
0: but thank you so much for coming out thank you uh, San Francisco
3: thank you to everybody at the Marines Memorial Theater This has been so great. We've had a
0: great time for the Flophouse. I've been Dan McCoy. I'm Stuart
3: Wellington. And I'm Elliot Kalin. Thank
2: Thank you very much, everybody. Good night,
3: everyone. If they keep clapping, we don't have to do a show. <laughs> we'll just release that. Thank
0: you, audience, for picking up your cue.
3: <laughs> Unlike every other audience for when you mention their city, they don't go crazy applauding. Uh, yeah. Hey, Cincinnati. Well, I'm from Cincinnati, and we're in Cincinnati right now. Yeah, I right forgot now, to do my... I don't... Hold on a second. He mentioned Cincinnati. Do I... How do I feel about that? I'm glad that he mentioned where we are. It shows he's paying attention. <laughs> And it means I feel like I have kind of a connection with him because I'm, as mentioned to myself, from Cincinnati. (sighs) And I like Cincinnati.
0: Oh, I just forgot to do my normal uh, local pandering. Even though I had, today, a burrito as big as the Coit Tower.
3: (laughs) Classic Dan. All right.
0: MaximumFun.org
2: Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.